Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk about all of the pitchers, waiver wire, concerns, and prospects next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome to FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Monday, April 18th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Scott White. And the two biggest waiver wire names of the weekend, Scott, nasty Nestor Cortez. Five shutout innings with 12 strikeouts on Sunday. And then he was bested by Andrew Heaney, who threw six shutout innings with 11 strikeouts against the Cincinnati Reds. How are you prioritizing these two, Nestor Cortez and Andrew Heaney? Like I want them both. I want them both. I'm I'm gonna put Heaney a little ahead of Nestor Cortez because I I do feel like there are limits to Cortez's upside. He, you know, part of the reason he didn't get much attention coming into this season, even though he was very strong to close out last season, is because the underlying numbers aren't great. None of the ERA estimators like him. He gives up a lot of fly balls, so you'd think he'd give up more home runs than he does. Uh, but so far in two starts, he's continued to to pitch effectively. If like somebody who needs to be not just on your roster, but in your lineup, 12 strikeouts in five innings. I doubt he'll get double digit strikeouts very often, but uh, he's at least shown he can do it. The cutter looked great in this start. Heaney though, Heaney's especially interesting because Heaney's a former top prospect who's, it's been a long time since he was a prospect, right? I understand, but even throughout his struggles, uh, the, he, he showed good strikeout potential. And specifically, the Dodgers thought he had a good fastball. And the data shows he has a good fastball. And they, they wanted to develop a new breaking ball for him. They thought they could unlock his potential that way. And through two starts, it seems like that's exactly what's happened. He didn't really see evidence of it in spring training, so we're a little reluctant. Don't doubt the Dodgers. When they believe in a guy, when they go and sign somebody with Andrew Heaney's track record at the start of free agency gobbling him up before anyone else could get to him. And you're like, why? It's Andrew Heaney. Well, this is why. Because 11 strikeouts, 16 swinging strikes in this Sunday start, 14 on the new breaking ball that I've heard referred to as a sweeper. It's classified as a slider on StatCast. But a sweeper, a lot of horizontal movement. And he had a ton of swinging strikes with it in his first start, too, even though that was a short one. I'm with you, Scott. I'm going Andrew Heaney over Nestor Cortez, but man... Can't help but root for Nasty Nestor, journeyman, uh, breaking out, you know, at this point of his career. And he just kind of does it in weird ways, you know, changes up his arm angles and uh, delaying on the mound and stuttering and, and all this kind of stuff. It's it's really fun to uh, to watch him pitch. A few other pitchers got uh, a lot of question marks this past weekend, and rightfully so. Zach Wheeler uh, on Sunday th- Allowed seven runs over three innings against the Marlins. Trevor Rogers got bombed on Saturday against the Phillies. He allowed seven runs over an inning in two thirds. And then Freddie Peralta, another rough outing on Friday. He has an 11.57 ERA through two starts. Are you actually worried about any of these three? Would you be looking to buy low if you can? So the one I'm least worried about is Freddie Peralta because the stuff appears fine. He's had control issues. 
he had like his control wasn't great last year either. So if there was anything that was going to bring him down, it was that. But I don't think after two starts we can say that's what's happening. I think it's just two starts where he's had trouble finding his spots after a short spring. Understandable, definitely not rushing to judgment there on Peralta. Zach Wheeler has me the most concerned because his velocity is way down, almost three miles per hour. And and yeah, he didn't pitch any in spring training. Uh, got off to a slow start because he had to shut down his off-season throwing program for a minor shoulder thing. I don't think the velocity dip is related to that. More likely it's related to him just being behind, but three miles per hour is a lot, even considering that. So I, I'd be more likely to buy him for 75 cents on the dollar than sell him for 75 cents on the dollar, but I, I am a little concerned about Wheeler at this point. Rogers, Trevor Rogers, there, there's some talk that maybe he was tipping his pitches his changeup, just such a great pitch for him just hasn't been getting whiffs at all hitters have been laying off of it so hopefully that's all it is for him and they'll figure it out soon all right let's wrap up with a prospect debut from friday mackenzie gore allowed two runs over five and a third against your atlanta Braves, scotty and he did that with three strikeouts opposing him kyle wright was pretty good as well so talk to me about those two gore and kyle wright yeah They're both priority pickups for me anywhere they're still available, which isn't many leagues. Gore, it was nice to see him throw strikes. It was nice to see him throw hard. He lost the ability to do both last year with the delivery problems. Did not get many whiffs or strikeouts, and that's the main thing you want to see from an up-and-comer like him. He threw mostly fastball, so he didn't really break out his secondary arsenal, which is supposed to be good. Hopefully, Gore... uh, Uses that more going forward, but worth rostering nonetheless. Kyle uh, Kyle Wright really seems to have figured things out. The curveball is harder for him this year. It's getting more swinging strikes. He's getting more strikeouts. I don't know that he's going to be a big strikeout pitcher, but he's a good ground ball pitcher. So if he's just a decent strikeout pitcher, I think Kyle Wright will be a pitcher you're happy to be invested in. All right, for those who are listening early on Monday morning, make sure to set your lineups in weekly lineup leagues. We've got an early game, 11.10 a.m. Eastern time. It's Patriots Day, the Minnesota Twins going up against the Boston Red Sox. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.